one. And welcome back to the drawing board. It's a special Father's Day episode of Father Cast Podcast, Dad Cast, as we're calling it. You are listening to your boys, two coaches, Coach Manette and Coach Murph. How you doing over there, buddy? Hey, special Father's Day uh, episode. Like you said, I'm pumped. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. Yeah, you're a little mad though. Why are you mad right now, Murph? Uh, I'm, yeah, we um we were a little delayed recording because uh, I was watching the Heritage Open. Bet a six pack. Nobody knows what that is. <laughs> What's okay. Heritage, Heritage Open is the PGA event every year on Hilton Head. Uh, it was weird, you know, no fans this year. But uh, Abraham answered. I thought he was going to pull it out, and he came up short by like five feet. It was way off to force a – yeah, it was bad. No, but it's cool because you were betting against our buddy who's a reporter who's actually – he lives in Savannah, and he was down at Hilton Head getting the live scoop. So you know he would have had a better insight of who was going to win. Yeah, I think that's a little unfair. He was covering the match. And knew somehow he knew who was going to win. I don't know. I got robbed. Surprise, but. surprise. Murph lost again in betting <laughs> fashion today. You also hit the casinos today, right, Murph? Yeah, baby. I, um, I was actually trying to bet on this golf thing, uh, but it had already started. So, actually, I'm pretty lucky. I'm glad I didn't put money on that because I lost double. But, trying to get uh, but I did. Yeah, I did find uh, the roulette tables working and the free beer. Dollar, dollar roulette buy-in. Sweet, yeah. sweet success. You could be there, you know. And uh, But I called Manetti and told him, and I was like, I need your advice. He's, what'd you say? He's like, usually you go black. I said, you know, Wesley Snipes said always bet on black, but that dude owes thousands of dollars in back taxes. So go the opposite way, bet on red. And boy, was I wrong. Murph now yeah. owes $3 to <laughs> State of yeah, Nevada. I hit, I hit black four times in a row. I'm like, okay, fuck red. Um, but I, I made a little bit of money back. I still lost. I mean, like we said, one dollar wasn't like I was spending a lot. I only lost three bucks. So yeah, I mean, you made a profit. You got that free beer. Yeah. Probably what a Modelo's. Uh, no, no, it was a Coors Light. Coors Light, ultimate dad beer, down in the <laughs> casino, fucking smoking black and milds, trying to live life, baby. There were a lot of dads in the Nevada casino, for sure. Speaking of dads, I got to say, my friend, I'm sorry, but you are slowly transforming into a dad. It's almost as if you got bitten by a radioactive dad a week ago. The hair on the top of your forehead is receding to your back. I wish <laughs> the audience could see it. Your back hair looks like Robin Williams' chest hair. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's not, you know, you hate to see it. I wish I could, uh, I wish I could argue that, but it's. It's a slippery slope, and I think it's – I think I'm fucked. We're all, we're all dads. You also um, – today, you, you had to go back to the drawing board. In, old fa- in fashion, it's, a, it's not a Father's Day unless one Murph clogs the toilet. But uh, what happened? Tell us about it. Okay. So we got back from the – we were at the laundromat. Um, yeah, <clears throat> that's when I was at the casino. It was during the spin cycle at the laundromat that I could make a quick few bucks. But anyways – um, yeah, we get back, and that Coors Light went right through me. I had to take a shit. One Coors Light. Oh, boy. <laughs> Running for the hills. Right. And so our downstairs bathroom, um, 
it's kind of one of those toilets you have to the flush isn't that strong so you gotta, you gotta it jiggle in. it you gotta jiggle it sometimes you gotta jiggle it yep and i saw some i saw some toilet paper in there it was like oh you know it's just whoever used it didn't go down all the way so i do my business and then i uh i found out the hard way it was actually a full-on like shit was still in there from before who knows when and I shit on top of it, actually. So you're telling me straight up double-deckered in the toilet. Disgusting. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> and then I had to deal with it because it wouldn't flush. I'm like, oh, fuck this. So I go out in the backyard. I grab a stick. I <laughs> try to wedge it through. It was disgusting. And it didn't work. So you're so telling then, me you don't have a plunger. You had to find the most ratchet uh, stick to just jam it in there. Right. I, I didn't. I think we had one. We haven't used it yet, but Lynn actually, yeah, we did, we did have a plunger upstairs. So I, I went upstairs, got the plunger, and yeah, we're good to go now. So before you used the plunger, you thought, let's grab some sticks? Yeah, I tried the stick strategy first. Didn't work. I don't think there is a stick strategy, but hey, that's why Murph's a coach and you're not, right? Yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, you don't want your plunger just filled with gross shit. Sometimes you don't want to use your plunger for what it's naturally there for. I get it. <laughs> Sometimes you got to drop a play that most people don't see coming. You know, on fourth and one, you don't got to run the ball. Sometimes you got to go long. Antonio Brown, like the Steelers did it to the Redskins three years ago on opening night. We didn't see it coming. Monday Eight. night. Yeah. One of the Monday night massacres. Um, also, so you have a history of being just horrible at placing bets. I hate for this episode to just be – jumping on top of you you're clogging the toilets <laughs> after one course light just, we need we need to drop we need to do something about your betting history because you owe Derek a bottle of top shelf tequila for betting that the dolphins would win in the division last year when everybody in america knew that they were trying they were tanking for tua right i i got i was literally the only guy that didn't and i i regret that bet i should have done my research um, but you know, I was out of uh, I was out of the country for a while. I was a little behind the times. That's what I guess. So if we're you know thinking about how we can help you out in these bets to get you out of the black, um, you know maybe don't make a bet about a sport you haven't followed uh, when you're halfway across the world doing little bit <laughs> of research. That's why yeah. I love you. You're never gonna stop. Never gonna give <laughs> up. What's the What's the next bet? I'm saying right here, everybody can hear me. I'm throwing in at least 20 bucks. What's the next bet Murph needs to, to get out of the black? We talking uh, South Korean baseball? We talking golf? Uh, I know NASCAR is coming up, but I don't know if I trust NASCAR. Hmm. Doing little to no research has done bad for you before, but maybe that's exactly what we need to do to reverse the curse. Bubba Watson? <laughs> Dude, first African-American in NASCAR, I say he's got history on his side. Let's throw money down on him, bro. Throw money on? Dude, I think the, uh, the, throwback, the throwback tournament is happening, I'm pretty sure. Like, the NBA's not back, but, you know, like, these Three on three? What do you, what's the throwback tournament? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's not three on three. It's like non-professional or collegiate players are in that, like, match, March Madness-style bracket. BCU has a team. They have like a, you know, like Eric Maynard used to be on there, and oh yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that's like that's a go. I'm almost positive. So maybe we bet on uh, we bet on BCU. So okay, we're taking all of our money, putting all of our chips, literally betting it on black this time. VCU, Eric Maynard, Eric Maynard, 
that how old is he? Nobody who knows who Eric Maynard is, but we do. Like forty two. Yeah, Maynard's probably not gonna play this year. I think he's a bit older, but you know, I think we have some European dude for some reason that just plays with us. I don't know. We'd have to call in our boy C Bales for the updates, but I'm glad you brought up C Bales. So C Bales is we've always said he's the most dad of any of us. Um, this dude He's been living in Richmond his entire life. Isn't moving anytime soon. Or, you know, to Murph's knowledge, maybe he is. But uh, he uh, he made, used to make fun of us back in the day. We uh, we had a style back in 2012 that we uh, we called the Texas Dad. I'm talking Timberlands, Pearl Snaps, khaki pants, and just black leather belt. Rolling up straight to parties. Hitting on the ladies. Getting no shirt tucks in. Tucks in. Yeah, sorry. Fully tucked in, hair greased. Telling you, dude, we we set it into motion. We let the world know that we were ready for Texas. And uh, I don't dress like that anymore. But I'm just saying that uh, it's a special announcement on Father's Day that uh, we, Murph, our whole crew have basically been dads. And uh, I just want to let people know. I don't know where I'm going with this at all, but. Uh, why don't you take it away? What am I trying to say, Mer? Um, well, uh, you all right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 2012. But yeah, we came up. Seabells, who we're talking about, came up with that term, Texas Dad. And seven years later, we're in Texas, dadding it up on the links, at the bars, you name it. Falling asleep halfway through the movies. We're all just dads. We need to yeah. find our. Annie from Baltimore. That's another segment. But uh, just shout out to our dads. We're proud of them. You know, I know you didn't want to make this dad heavy. I started making fun of you early. But uh, what is a, I just want to talk about like ultimate dad movies, maybe throwing a dad joke. What, what's a movie that when you come home that you're like, yo, pops, let's, let's sit down. Let's, let's get this going. Um, well, you know, sometimes movies. Wait, I feel a little. No. You're feeling yeah. what? There's like an echo. No, we're good. Oh, we're good. Oh, yeah. I don't know. My dad likes sports movies. Uh, he likes classic, like, what's that one with? Uh, Any Kevin Costner movie? Yeah, but no, no, no. It's like the series of movies where it's uh, Dirt, Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Clint Eastwood's Dirty Harry. Anyone throw those on? Yeah, my dad's a big Dirty Harry guy. I feel like that's a pretty classic dad movie. Um, or, you know, series. Dirty Harry. My dad randomly loves the uh, 1999 Godzilla film. I feel like nobody ever likes that movie, but for, for whatever reason, he put Matthew Roderick on the screen and my dad's down to watch it. <laughs> yeah, my dad likes... Uh, who's the butler in Batman? Oh, um, Michael... Mike, Mike, no, Michael Keaton's the... Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. Yeah. Michael Keaton was Batman in the 80s. A different right. Batman series. <laughs> a movie with a Michael in it, really. Yeah. My dad's name's Michael. My brother's name's Michael. Predator. I was, that's the movie I was actually watching. Predator, I feel like, is the all-time dad movie. Oh, oh, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger at his best. Fucking just every dude in that movie. Uh, uh, what his Jesse the Body Ventura is killing it. Just muscled clad dude fighting a an alien from outer space just any recommendation watch you need a movie for tonight or tomorrow predators just dad central 
AVP? Well, AVP, nobody, nobody gives a shit about AVP. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, I was kind of thinking, you know, sorry, I'm trying to get my hair less dad looking like. Um, I don't know. Well, yeah. So to go back on um, some things I need to fix is one, my hairstyle or something. It's getting pretty bad. You do look like Krusty the Clown from The Simpsons. <laughs> when you, gets- you what do you? What products do you use? I need some. Uh, I need some advice here, dude. I just use uh, conditioner. I still have that uh, sea foam that we stole from our uh, host back on Holly Street. I'll go, I go back and forth. I go shampoo, conditioner, shampoo, conditioner. And I'm also lucky because my mom's dad, um, Grandpa Goompy, had a full head of hair until he died at uh, 96 years old. And they say that hair like that is a recessive gene through your mom. So is your mom's dad bald? So wait, is your mom's dad or your dad's dad? I've always been told it was your mom's dad. Or at least yeah. that's who I take off of a lot. Like my looks, my mannerisms. The only thing I didn't get from that guy is he was 6'2", which, uh, thank <laughs> dad. Yeah. 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 My, my, actually, both my grandpas were bald as fuck, so mm-hmm. I think I'm screwed. <laughs> it sucks when you have hair literally every other inch of your body, but besides that. Yeah. yeah, it's rough. Hey, it was mean, good. Speaking about, uh, did I tell you about the birds from the morning? Can't no, no. So do you remember, uh, I used to have a woodpecker problem, solved that, but now there's like a, a swallow that lives in the hole right below my bedroom window. So first it was a woodpecker problem. Now you got a swallow problem? Yeah, literally like it, its nest is like in between the wall. Like, I don't know if I can show it to you or not, but basically I can hear them fluttering and crawling around right next to my face every morning. Like, Here's the window. Here's my bed where I put my head. And <laughs> it's like, right there. but this morning there's just a whole bunch of peeps and shirts. I think the guy had babies. Like I think chicks hatched this morning. So happy father's day to me. I'm a dad and get to play with the swallows every morning. Are you going to go full uh, Jack Torrance in the shining, get an ax and kill those guys so you can get some sleep? Have, to, cor- have to correct them. That was the thing. The woodpecker I stopped before they had a babies, but now that there's these little little chicklets, you don't have you don't have so you killed the woodpecker. No, I just blocked his hole, and he he found somewhere else to live with him inside it. <laughs> no, no, and I put a piece of wood uh, over the hole. He wasn't, but he was pissed. Yeah, he was definitely pissed that day. The funniest part about that story is like you had been disturbed by this woodpecker for weeks and then you call your dad asking him what to do about this woodpecker and he had the exact same problem probably this probably the same woodpecker family just called each other hey we gotta screw with these murphs yeah he also had a woodpecker except the, that woodpecker was like banging on the gutter i think outside his, i don't know why i think they i think that's like a mating thing they, they they're not trying to get insects or that sound i can't tell you i'm not an expert but I'm not an, on birds or mating, but uh, I've definitely made loud noises in bars and only gotten kicked out. <laughs> Women, what are you going to do? I don't know. Scream at them. But, you know, on this Father's Day, we, uh, we want to end on just, you know, 
a pretty important question, maybe a debate, if you will. When is a perfect time in your son's life to bring up uh, eating ass? Because I would say probably never, but just <laughs> just for you know argument's sake, I'm throwing 16 out there because you know you don't want your son to have sloppy form and embarrass himself and get made fun of in the entire high school. Not like <laughs> not like I was doing that back in the day. But I have a feeling my son's going to be a G and uh, super progressive in the uh, art of lovemaking. Right. I'm, I'm going 16. You know, I'm giving him storyboard drawn out by me of exact perfect form to uh, not not embarrass the kid. Yeah, uh, we, would, we would hate that beach week. That's all people talk about. That's so uh, weird that you randomly bring up Beach Week. I have no idea why that would jump into your mind for no reason at all. Hmm. Uh, you know, thinking that would be the time when you get made fun of, probably. Oh, okay, okay. So when do you think? Yeah, for me, for me, I, I don't know if there's a right time. Like you mm-hmm. said, never is the correct answer. But <laughs> usually, you know, maybe you'll have a father-son talk about puberty going into sixth grade or something, you start to have some changes. But, you know, maybe not the dad. Oh, wow, my dad just texted me. Uh, let's see. Son, this is how you – wait, maybe it's 27. <laughs> Son, this is how you – dot, dot, dot. Just a picture of your mom screaming. <laughs> oh, God. Come on now. <laughs> no, I was thinking maybe not your dad, but maybe a father figure in, in your life. Okay, okay. Like your boss. At work or the mailman. Okay, mailman seems more apt. UPS guy. UPS guy. The milkman. Hey, I while you while I catch you for a second. Um, yeah, somebody's got to. Uh, somebody's got to. It's actually. I mean, I'm, I'm basing this off experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in this really sweaty trailer uh, with this big, big man, my old boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, stupidly, my friend like brought up, "Hey, Murphy's ass." And he gave me this spiel about, you know, you got to be careful. There's, you can get gingivitis. You can, you can get gingivitis. You can get lupus. So they say. Yeah. Scary stuff. So maybe we should actually bring it up to our sons because shit's dangerous down there. It's not, not healthy. Pink out. Hey, pink, any disease really can be spread through. uh, Your your fingers start falling off. Yeah. I think things just fall off your body. Flat, if you get flesh-eating bacteria, you could die. Coli, e. coli of the <laughs> eyes. You could die. You could literally die with bad form. <laughs> Shower for before and after, son. I mean, this is really awkward. But how are uh, you? What was that? What's up, Mer? Uh, actually just texted me saying, "Put your yeah. fucking texts off." We're talking I'm about sorry. something serious right now, Murph. Okay. I'm here. I know. It's okay. I, I, I believe you. I know how Coach Murph gets distracted. He's, he's <laughs> popular. A lot of people are hitting him up for uh, life advice. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so, you know, maybe maybe we'll get some call-ins that can uh, further debate this topic. Maybe they have some good ideas they forgot about or I don't know. So we both agreed on somewhere around 16, 17. You know, we don't want to start them too late. We don't want to start them too early. But, uh, you know, this is this is life or death or just him facing humiliation. 
I, I don't I don't want him to go through the hell that both you and I had to without having a father figure tell us exactly what and where to do. I mean, I guess you had your sweaty, <laughs> fat, sweaty, fat, old employer. But I wasn't as lucky. So sweet that you used to hang out in, in overheat trailers where aggressive men taught you about the ways of life. Now, did that, you remember the story about the, uh, the shrimp boat captain where uh, he may or may not have like shat my shorts when I lived on the boat? I have not heard the story, but I, I'm feeling I'm about to. Well, I didn't want to get. I didn't want to. I thought the story's not the important part. I was just thinking. I feel like what, the story is the important part. What do you? It's. I'm very confused about the logistics of what you just said. Okay, I came to work one night, and uh, he was on the boat that we lived on, drinking some beers, and him and my roommate were just like cracking up. I was like, "What's so funny?" Apparently, he was doing laundry and found some shorts and, like, I don't know. I guess he just put them on. But then, you know, the shrimp boat captain is always, always eating shrimp breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And um, They were your shorts. They were your shorts. Well, so that's what they were telling me. Like, they, they didn't know whose shorts they were, but uh, they described them to me, and they sounded like my shorts. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally, like, explosive sharded them. Um, but it ended up it wasn't my shorts. It was the guy down the dock shorts. So Okay. Well, what is more concerning is the fact that it's possible that this shrimp boat captain has anybody else's shorts but his own. Guy sounds <laughs> like a fiend. And the fact that you bought into that, that this is a possibility, is amazing. Yeah. Uh, you just got to gotta watch your shorts. You know, watch, watch. watch who you give them out to. Yeah. You gotta be careful. Brotherhood of traveling degenerates. <laughs> yeah. I think this is a pretty uh, epic Father's Day podcast. We, uh, you know, we, we got off track a little bit here and there. We're getting better with our audio. I think, uh, I think we taught the kids something important today that they'll live with for the rest of their lives. Murph looks like a dad. I look like his son. <laughs> We're both just having fun, you know, me in Austin, Texas, Murph, and who really knows? <laughs> Lake, Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe, sorry, excuse me. But, um, yeah. you know, do you, have, do you have any other final thoughts you want to just share the, the kids? Um, not, not, not too, not too much, though. I think, mm-hmm. um, I think they maybe – well, not to get back into the betting thing, but like you said, have a have a friend help you out when you're about to make a bet. Get in, get a second opinion before you call a bro that you trust whenever you're about to place money down on anything important or anything in life. I but, guess is uh, is what Merch trying to say, or just yeah. you know do general research onto a topic and never bet against Brady is my number one thing. Brady Lebron because that's you're just getting, you're just asking for it. You're asking for it. You're asking for it. Or, you know, if you're asking me, bet against Murph because you'll end up with <laughs> top shelf tequila two years later. <laughs> yeah, I thought I still haven't paid up that bet, but mm, you will. You will, buddy. I believe you. Right. So this is me signing off. And that was back to the drawing boards with Coach Manette and Murph. See you next time, fools. See you next time.